Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Good morning and welcome to a brand new NPFL football podcast right here on theathletic.com.ng. I'm joined once again by Mayene Basi Akbar Mayene. Liverpool, after 30 years, won the Premier League title last night. Well, it was a glorious night for Liverpool and godly uh, morning to you and uh, to everyone listening. I mean, fantastic football from Liverpool. I mean, they've been incredible this season, so I was never surprised. But you know what Chelsea did was just basically just do themselves a favor. You know, been hearing people saying, "Oh, Chelsea are the kingmakers, these, that, and blah blah blah." They did that. Uh, they did that to um, it, which team? They did to Leicester. Leicester they stopped City. Liverpool from winning years ago, and mm. then I mean they've been. Did doing they actually it. do it because it was uh, Steven Gerrard yeah. that handed over the? But then Baba scored the goal. Mm. Steven Gerrard, uh, you know. I made that blunder, but uh, they have scored the goal. So you look at the records. Chelsea did themselves a favor. They will never. I mean, I heard people say, "Okay, Liverpool won the league for Chelsea won the league for Liverpool," but that was not true. Mm. They only did their own job. It was it, it was always coming. It was certainly. I mean, mm. it was certainly is going to come for Liverpool, but they did the job. They know United are watching them. They know Wolves and Spurs are watching them. But I'm very happy. Thirty years wait. I mean, it means. That failure is not fatal. She keep pushing, and mm. one day, just mm. like our podcast, it will be mm. very sure. Certainly, one day is going to be very big. Now, I, let me let me share this because I've been very impressed with what Liverpool have been able to do. Uh, it, it has always been very, you know, nearly, nearly they could have won the title. They did that with the Brendan Rodgers when they had that squad with the Luis Suarez. Uh, uh, what was his Raheem name? Sterling, Raheem Sterling, Daniel Sturridge. Anna Daniel Sturridge. You know, they came very close to winning the title, but uh, mm, something happened. Liverpool was Liverpool that year. But last season, they had 97 points. Was it 97 points? 97 points, and they lost the title by a single point to Manchester City. And this season, they started again like a house on fire. Did you expect them to win the title this season? Of course I did. I mean, after winning the UEFA Champions League. With what League. Manchester City did last season? City did, a well, uh, City did well, but they never started the season well. That's just the truth. Liverpool, you know, started like a house on fire. It took the brilliance of uh, Ismail Assad, you know, to you know, get them to lose a game. And if you look at the records, Klopp has won 28 games. He has drawn three and lost one. That's amazing. Mm. You can't compare that to Pep Guardiola's Manchester City. This season, they've been very poor. And I thank God Pep says, look, my boys have not been consistent, but expect the league to be much better and bigger because competition from United, from City, from Chelsea, I uh, have to take Arsenal out because Arsenal look like title contenders. Are they are now a mid-table club. Not just a mid-table, probably next season they'll be struggling for relegation. Uh, that's very harsh. <laughs> <laughs> That's very harsh. Uh, uh, let's, but, but, but finally, yesterday, Arsenal brightened up against uh, against Southampton. It was a poor performance. Yeah. Very poor. But the young stars turned up, Will Lock and Adrian Kitter. Uh, yeah, they did that. And I mean, when, when you look at Arsenal and then those are the players scoring goals, how do you feel? 
Well, I think it's uh, how do you feel? Uh, I feel okay. Knowing you feel for, okay? Yes, knowing for sure that, that the future is bright. With Edwin Keita. Edwin Keita. Can, can, uh, can, can they win the league for Joe you? Joe Willock. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying they'll win the league. Can but you they, qualify for Europa League? I think they can. Okay. They can. And when you look so you at... So Arsenal have to narrow their ambition down Yes, to for sure. You have to narrow your, ah, your, your ambition. That's horrible. Because you, you need to come back. Look, Liverpool won the league and they've been very impressive. But you have to look at what happened how long he took them to win the league 30 good years and when club came in it has taken him five good years to build a team that can sustain a title challenge they did that last season unsuccessfully uh, no times to manchester city and this season you know they mount that uh, you know uh, that uh that challenge and some people are, are saying these guys are the kings you know their mentality is second to none and i, I think with arsenal with time give me like that time you know, give him some money, let him get the right players in. Uh, I think uh, in sometimes it might not even be five years. It might be more than that. It might even be lesser than that. Uh, you see them, you know, coming back, uh, contending or uh, contesting uh, to be champions. But uh, on the whole, uh, I think uh, it's been very, very impressive. I mean, an amazing season. That. Amazing season we've seen. I mean, even with the lockdown measures in England, we saw over 2,000 fans still... You know, they went outside the Anfield and they were popping champagne. So why, why wouldn't you do that? I mean, I would, but I wait for the day Arsenal win the title. You know, maybe fifty years time, I'll be married, mm. have five kids, four kids. My mm. beautiful girls will be there and you, I'll be laughing. You'll become a grandpa. Yeah, of course. That's when Arsenal yeah. win the league. Mm. That the same thing goes. You know, when you look at the at the kind of uh, quality being established in the Premier League, Chelsea are trying to get you know catch up with the transfers. Let's just hope it, it's work out for them. But you look at Liverpool and Manchester City, the golf, you know, is is wide. How you will know? Arsenal close that? How will the likes of Liverpool close that? It, it's not it's not only about Arsenal. How will Manchester United close it that? It looks gap? like Arsenal um, United are even closing that. How are they doing they that? They are closer. Uh, where are they on the table? Fifth. Fifth. Where is Arsenal? Uh, which point? How, where many, is Arsenal? how many? How many points? Where, where is Arsenal? How many points? Where is team? Arsenal? We are we are done with Arsenal. The, 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 the golf. As, the golf. Arsenal is now. The golfing gap between Arsenal United now, and Arsenal. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal is now in mid-table. Just try to be truthful for Arsenal once. Is, Arsenal is now in mid-table club. How many points separate well, Arsenal with uh, from Manchester United? I mean, you need to go to Google for that. Well, well, because I, it's I, much. I, I can actually Google that. How many points separate Arsenal with Manchester United? How many points separate Manchester United with title uh, uh, with Champions I know the agony you're going through, okay? I, I, I understand the agony. So was, I, I always tell you, let's not talk about was, Arsenal was, United. Was, I don't want you to feel bad. What's the agony? Let's uh, come back home because we have so much problems in the Nigerian professional was, football. What's the agony? Let's finish this. We have to settle this case. Mm. Arsenal are in a very poor position, ninth place. You're struggling with Crystal Palace and you're talking with United. Well, Manchester United, they are currently sitting on fifth position. With uh, They have 49 points. Arsenal are on nine with how many points? Boom, 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 boom. 43 points. 43 points. 43, how many points separates Arsenal with Manchester United? Just five. Now, let's go up the ladder. How can it be five? It's five. 43 minus uh, can be like six. Okay, that's six. Okay, you see, you're trying to minus the points. Well, uh, I, I wasn't a very good student uh, <laughs> <laughs> in my days in school. <laughs> I, 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 but now, let's, let's be honest to ourselves. You look at the gap between uh, the top two and the rest of the team. It's massive. No, okay, let's say Liverpool. Especially Liverpool. Liverpool. That's yes. 80, 86 points. 86 points. Then you have United sitting fifth place with 49. From Leicester City, even down. Even Manchester City. City. Chelsea. I mean, they, they are currently topping Manchester City for more than 21 points. That's why they've given the title today. Because even if they lose the remaining seven matches, they'll still be champions. And then they are the first club to win the title with with seven games less in the history of the Premier League. So, mm. amazing team we've seen Liverpool put out. And you and club is one man that has done a great job for them. Mm. I mean, since he got in, Europa League final, lost that. Mm. Champions League final, lost that. Came back, won it. Mm. And now he's been able to win the Premier League. He has done a great job. I think he has to go down as one of the best managers in the history of the Premier League. He has to. And also, what's more impressive to me, like I, I wrote to this morning on the blog, you look at the color of players he, he recruited when he came in at Liverpool. He inherited a squad and that wasn't good enough for him. At the time, he said, look, this is not my Liverpool team, the kind of team that I want to see. But at the point, he started bringing in players, brought in uh, Gigi Wijnaldum, uh, we brought in uh, the likes of uh, Andy Robertson, 
Sadio Mane, Mohamed Salah. And when you look at these guys, they were not world-class players in their previous clubs. But at Liverpool, these guys are amazing. You know, so, sometimes it's not about buying players for big money and then the media attack player world-class. Mm. You can still get a player for five million, then come in and improve him game to that world-class level. Andy Robertson. That's it. Lens, you know, some, some, was it five years ago or six years ago, he was playing in the third division in, in Scotland. Mm. And then got to Dundee United, was with the uh, third division side at Queen's Park in Scotland, Dundee United. Dundee to Hull City to the championship, then championship. From, from there to here to Liverpool to Liverpool. I mean, you look at the step and the progress. Mm. Sometimes it's not about buying players for 50 60 million. Some players of 60 million can be a huge flop. Players mm. like Bakayoka and the rest. Mm. So, what club did was bring the right players to the club, players that will play for him, players that will love him. Mm. I was listening to, uh, listening to Jordan Henderson yesterday. And he said, look, the players love club. They play for the manager. The energy mm. brings to the team is amazing. You need to have a coach who is that positive. I mean, the players like Diva Origo are not playing games. They love the coach because mm. they know they cannot get into that team where there is Sadio Mane. There is Mo Salah. There is Bobby Firmino who are scoring goals. So, I mean, the best you can do for yourself is to try and improve with these players and hope for a big break. So, he has done an amazing job bringing a bunch of... Uh, Talented players, not world class. Talented players. Mm, turn them to world class players. Turn them to world class players. We've seen it. Big Virgil van Dijk mm. was a huge prospect. Brought him now he's world class. Mm. Then Mo Salah was a top class player, but now he's world class. Sadio Mane was just a huge potential at Southampton. Now mm. he's one player that I mean everyone is talking about. So mm. the, li- the likes of Roberto Firmino. Bobby Firmino was he, also. He's huge not fan. even. He's not even scoring lots of goals, but. He is the engine of that particular team. I mean, the thing the thing with Bobby is that he doesn't need to score goals, but I think his team effort mm. is what keeps him out. He's one player that he will just be seeing him around the box, but he's not a number nine. He never was a number nine with Ho- at Hoffenheim. He was never a number nine. That's those are the kind of players Pep likes. Mm. A false nine player that gives chance to Mane to mm. get into the center, Musala to get into the center. If not, if he was just one target, greedy, old fashioned striker, you know, be seeing mm. the likes of Musala get the, like, the likes of uh, Olivier Ju. Yeah, Olivier Ju. Those are mm. old fashioned strikers. Men. All right, uh, uh, we can go on and on and, and you know, discussing about Liverpool and the. And interesting indeed. I mean, I mean, we have four Africans that have won the Premier League. For Liverpool, mm. Naby Keita, the navigator. Mm. We have uh, Joe Mati, mm. we've also had uh, Mo Salah Sala and Sadio, Sadio Mane for mm. African players. Very so. uh, last night I saw Kav, you know, Kava uh, 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 posted with their pictures, quite unique. You know the way uh, the way they did one, what they did, the way they posted. I think uh, they said, uh, let me check that out. I think I did a screenshot of what they posted. It was quite unique. You know, recognizing these players are coming from Africa and what they've been able to achieve. Yeah, this is it from CAF. Uh, say just another day of Africans rocking the world. Absolutely amazing. Mm. Mo and Sadio have been the key players. I mm. mean, Nebuchadnezzar joined Liverpool last season from RB Leipzig, mm. and he's and become been struggling, struggling with injuries. injuries well. But mm. whenever he's there, I call him the navigator, mm. the enforcer. He's been an enforcer. Joe Matip uh, to this season have also been struggling, but whenever he's fit. He always, you know, displaces mm. the likes of Dejan Lovren and, uh, and, Joe Gomez. and Joe Gomez. So they said, making Africa proud. Absolutely. We are proud. We are proud of the boys. Uh, they've achieved much. I think uh, uh, we shouldn't go over with the Liverpool uh, story because we can go on and on, you know, talking about Liverpool and what they've been able to achieve. And I'm seeing them dominating uh, the Barclays Premier League in the nearest future. If the likes of United, Chelsea and the rest... It's going to get really tough, you, you know. It's going to get really tough. Yeah, United are looking like a formidable side now, mm. and with Bruno Fernandes, with Bruno Fernandes and Paul Pogba mm. putting his mind to play, then you expect them to, you know, bring in two, three players, sell the dead wood. You have Charles who are on a very fabulous run. The way Chelsea are playing is absolutely amazing. And the kind of players they are bringing. In. Yeah, and the kind of players they are bringing. Imagine when Timo gets into that team, Hakim. Hakim get into that team. That would be amazing. Then they try and bring a formidable defender. Then you're talking about Arsenal, who are also restructuring. Mm. If Arsenal get right with their transfer, then I mean it will get really intense. Mm. Then City, City have had a horrible season. They and, have, and Pep will never sit down. Just say, okay, we had a, a very rough season last season. He will try to bring in players. Yeah. He will try to make sure you know he gets it right. Then you talk Jose Mourinho sports. Mm. Sports will always be there to be the spoilers. So. 
I mean, it's going to be an amazing season. Leicester City cannot be ruled out. They've been on a poor run recently. And I tell you, Leicester might drop out of the top four. Yeah, they might. It's very possible. It's very possible right now because they have 55 points. And you look at uh, uh, Chelsea. Chelsea is closing down. Mm. I think they are topping Chelsea with two points. So imagine if they lose their next game and Chelsea gets to win. You see them drop out. And United are not looking like a team that will, you know, go down. Look at that. Leicester, third on the log with 55 points. Chelsea, fourth with 54 points. That's just one point. Then you see United... Fifth and low with 49 points. How many points is that? So, I mean, and United have easier games to play. And even Wolves and Wanderers, are, they are also, you know, stepping up. True. And it's, go- it's going to be very interesting here in the English Premier League. And uh, we hope to enjoy much more of this particular I season. wish. But, but I, 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 I'm not seeing any other team, even Liverpool, you know, going solo like they've done you, this season. I don't think it's going I, to be I'm a solo seeing, game I'm not next seeing. season. Never going to be a solo game. I only wish the Nigerian Professional Football League was like this. That would have been the best thing and the best thing that would ever happen to Nigerian football. But now, let's step it up. Let's step it up now and look at what's happening in the Nigerian Professional Football League. We are always... Why are we always like this? Why is it always us? Well, like, uh, some times ago, I think uh, when Mario Bal- Balotelli scored against Manchester United, you are unveil that, why always, that me? Shit, why always me? Why always Nigeria? Because we refuse to do the right thing. That's what, why. What's the right thing? The right thing is getting it right, getting it right administratively. Getting it right administratively, that's, that, that's been a big problem for the Nigerian Professional Football League. We, we don't like to follow our own rules. I, imagine... Tanzania are resuming their league. Mm. Was it, is it Seychelles or which country? They've mm. gone to one city to finish up their league. Egypt. They've started training. Tunisia. South Africa. South Africa. They are doing coronavirus tests every week. And then Tunisia will resume sometime in August. Well, the thing is, the only difference with all those leagues that we've mentioned is they have sponsors. Mm. They have major sponsors of their league. They have TV rights. They have money TV coming right. from there. Money coming from there. That's the difference. Because we fail to get it right administratively. Imagine that Nigerian professional football league clubs have not gotten money for from the league management company three for years. three good years. So then what is the job of the league management company? Mm. Is their job just to stay in Abuja? To tell them go and play so 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 matches with schedule games you don't think about how the world how these players get money to so imagine what private clubs go through in a, a chairman of a club of aqua united came out to say look we've not gotten a dime from lmc for three good years we know we got we get subvention from the government mm. but the subventions is only, only covers the matches they play only covers for four games in a month in a month but sometimes the league management company gives them six games and he made instant to I think sometime last year or this year that they played six games. Mm. Was early this January? This year? Mm, I can't recall, but he made mention that I think we, we have that on our site and uh, the, yeah, the, the, the sound of that particular interview mm. where he said this. So imagine those things. Those are the lapses in the Nigerian professional football league. We're yet to get it right professionally. That's the truth. We're here to get it right professionally, and now we're adopting an alien, you know, alien, what they call it? Is it the PPG? Mm. We're adopting what we don't even understand. How many leagues in Europe have adopted it? France did so. Mm. And we have mitigations. But uh, now uh, let's uh, look at uh, the main issue talking about the Nigerian Professional Football League. Cancellation of the 2019-2020. Is it cancellation or they just decided to end the season? At the uh, Club Owners Association, that's what they call themselves, Football Club Owners Association of Nigeria. Are they really the owners? Mm, well, they are the stakeholders. You know they are how, the chairman. You know how politics works in Nigeria. Because it's being owned by government. government. So government has given them that right and has given them you know, that privilege to call themselves uh, club owners. And uh, they came in, uh, you know, sat down, decided um, you know, play their politics. Let me say they played their politics and they had the majority to you know give them the number of votes they were looking for and they decided to go on the points per game uh, ratio to end the season now if they've done that 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 to me it's an embarrassment it's a big issue even though i agree or i accept i had said i think the last podcast i said 
the league should be you know uh, the league should be cancelled because we cannot uh, conclude the season there will be no financial muscle no political will to end the season but we saw like i said uh, i think it was yesterday a those state they held you know primaries yeah political primaries that went well they financed that and everything went on but i said like i said they can't do that with football but now they've decided to you know cancel the league let's look at you know the nitty-gritty or the intricacies the cases you know that came up from that particular decision they voted initially in Yimba international were supposed to play in the cup champions league after the point play game after they measured that up uh they knew for sure in moved from their position because they played uh, five games less they moved from that position to uh to second position you know using head to head rule now to bring down rivers united who were on second position they brought them to take and rivers united protested lobby stars protested and they came back you know bring back the voting uh, strategy voted again but uh, at the end of the day we saw rivers united going to the continent we're going to going to uh, going to the champions league and imba will be going to the confederations cup but now the big problem is canopilas i think uh, they are somewhere after the ppg they are somewhere around eight on the table but they will be representing nigeria in the calf confederations cup how professional is that man shameful absolutely shameful how will you explain to the likes of lobby stars you know that sit fourth place after the whole ppg scam was used absolutely shameful i mean there is no reason on earth that you tell me that you you're telling canopilas to go to the continent due to the fact that they won the calf Conf- uh, confederation uh, they won the ito cup last season. last season how do you do that i mean it's it's very very bad it's it's uncalled for it's 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 crazy it's fine they won the calf confederation cup last season well sorry they won the ito cup last season but they had already qualified for the calf champions league so they didn't go to the calf confederation cup they went for the calf champions league then the runners up that's mm. niger tornadoes went mm. to the calf confederation cup and they did poorly you remember mm. but they were knocked out in the first round but it it is not it's not fair it goes again it goes against you know fair play in football because you have a lobby stars who stay fourth why not just award plateau united rivers united the two teams go to the calf champions league then you have Yimba and Lobby Stars mm. qualifying for the Calf Confederation Cup. Don't forget, Canopilas sits sixth on the log, and there is a Rangers before Canopilas. Mm. This is very, very shameful. It is very corrupt. This is very corrupt because I, w- I want to read minutes to what they just did. It's clear, it's a nothing politics that is being played. Okay, because you have Plateau United, the Rivers United, then you have an Ayimba. Mm. So you have to put another Norton team in that particular one. And you know the names that are in Canopilas, mm. that are also in the NFF, mm. that are also in the LMC. So they bring these sentiments down. And I, I think they, they force it down the throat of, you know, the club owners, who also, to me, ah, they want to gain favors mm. from the hierarchy in the NFF, the yeah. hierarchy in the LMC. We know they are, they are rubber stamp. Like what we call the politicians you know what the lmc says what the nff says that's what they take but uh, i for one i feel uh, it's unfair uh to lobby stars and uh, I, I'm, I'm i'm wondering because they've been very outspoken ever since uh, this particular point pay game uh, uh started they've been very outspoken and um, some people are referring you know taking them back to what happened i think uh, two years ago in 2018 uh, when, uh, so is that the reason you've decided to you know drop them? No, I, I, I'm trying to make a point that many people are saying that lobby stars should not be you know protesting, but I think it's that's unfair to them because they accepted the point per game after they did the second round of voting. They accepted whether they voted or not or not, but I think they've accepted that. Now, what it's really troubling is that lobby stars at this point they are foot on the lock after the PPG. They deservedly, deservedly, they are supposed to be on the continent. But now bringing the sentiment of canopillars because uh, they played, uh, they won the ITO Cup last season. ITO Cup is cancelled. It has not been played this season. Then the table should be followed to the latter. You know, you know the thing with lobbies. 
when people make reference to what you know lobby stars being awarded the 2018 2019 season don't forget that uh, all teams played equal matches mm. so it, it's a different scenario i i understand that people you know try to tell you say okay they do give you for uh, 2018 yeah. you supposed to keep quiet it's supposed to keep quiet they don't do give you but don't forget in the 2018 2019 season all the teams played equal games so and we know that they, we knew there was no way that will continue the league if we were to meet up with you know the calendars in European top flight and that was done. So I, I think it's very shameful for this to happen. It's very, very shameful. Don't forget Mikey Doku, who is the man in charge of uh, Lobby Stars, has been talking and he says the PPG system is to be adopted. The league ball has to go back to the week where all clubs have played equal matches. So if you want to adopt the PPG, to me it's very logical. Go back to the week that all these clubs played equal matches. And he also now have he's not happy about you know uh the club owners calling the club rats because mm. they didn't vote mm. vote uh, you know on monday and uh, talking about the ppg system so they are calling them rats and all those kind of things. so i think it's very very bad the voting process was not democratic we know it even paul uh, elder paul Bassi came out to say so it's very shameful i feel it's very embarrassing on this part give the last lot of the calf confederation cup to lobby stars and not the winner of last year's calf you know uh ITO cup because they already gone to the calf champions league so why, why are you doing so it's very unfair well i think uh, uh teams uh, that are from 10 position down downward on the table i think uh, uh, they had nothing to lose in fact they really they had a lot some to of them just wanted to just let, let's end the league mm, because they know if they play to the end uh four teams will get relegated and uh, they might be part of the teams uh, that will be going down and they decided okay let's not go to relegation we can maintain our top flight position and it was easier for the club owners and uh at the extent uh, uh the league management company to manipulate these guys and they had the required number of votes to that, that they use uh, to determine this particular one, but uh, that's what it is in the Nigerian Professional Football League. But now, if I am a lobby star, you know, the owners of lobby stars or the government of uh, Benway State, Benway State I, I will actually head to court because of the table mm. or, or, or Kano Pillars going for the continent, and they will have a good case to present. Obviously, I, I think they will have a good case, but I mean, are they ready for all those litigations? They'll be tagged, you know, uh, you know, enemies of uh, the league management company. Even the fans will also tag them enemies of the league because you'll be getting injunctions left, right, center, and then they'll be targeted by the NFF, by the league management company. Whatever they do, the LMC sanction will be huge and massive on them. So I think they have to wear that because you know how things happen in Nigeria. But that, that, that's where we, that's where we, uh, the uh, the media should have a big role to play when you have the media some of them are you know on the payrolls of nff well they are, we, they are we seeking they are seeking favors from the we, we have lots of media houses that are not on the payroll of the nff you know the thing is if it was not for the media will not be projecting the likes of lobby acquire united who've been making a whole lot of noise mm. and the nff had to feel the heat they had to come out with a statement they said look we never do anything or they had to call for an emergency meeting via you know video so, conferencing and all that if it was not for the media if it would be a, a rubber stamp they would just say okay we've done it to make una go and all those kind of stuff so that's just the thing the media have played their own role we're giving opportunities to the players we've given opportunities to the managers we've given opportunities to the chairman to speak so we can just the, the least we can do is continue putting pressure on them mm. that look you have to do the right thing but they will say, look, the right thing is the PPG. The club owners have said, look, end the league. Mm. What are you going to do? It was actually the pressure that caused the NFF to substitute Ayimba from second place down to third place. You imagine there was no pressure. What would have happened? But I, I still think we can do more to protect these teams. What are we going to do? Well, uh, you make, we make sure we report exactly what's happening. Have we not been reporting? Yes, we've been reporting. I, I'm talking about in the case of Lovistas. I agree with you. The pressure will be coming. But at the same time, if you know that you have a right and you can protect this right, if you go to court, you can win a particular case, then why not go why? ahead with it? The question will be, why are you taking football issues to the court? Remember what happened? In 2018-2019 season, mm. NFF, Amadou Melvin, picking out Ambassador Giwa. 
he kept our football stagnant. You be tagged the enemy of football in Nigeria. But where is Chris Giwa now? But uh, this is a uh, this uh, this is an uh, you know a very simple issue to resolve. I went through. I mean, it, it's not that simple. I think even some Benway people are not even happy. They are not sad in low business. I went to the uh, the uh, official page, going through some of the comments. <laughs> they just they are just telling them about Muna Acepta. Remember what happened in 2018 20 everybody keeps making reference to what happened in the 2018-2019 season. Because Aqua United stood a huge chance. Mm, they could have won the league. They could have won the league. Mm. And they kept quiet. The case of Aqua United is even different because they've it, it looks like they've been on the bad side of judgment of either the NFF or the league management company. It is now looking like it's a witch hunt. They are fighting not just players on the pitch, but the you know the board members. Mm. Well, uh, we will we, we, we'll continue to, you know, look at, at this. We we'll continue to talk about this until uh, we make sure that the thing or the system is, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Completely sanitized. Yes, the system or is... quarantine. Quarantine the system. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would, be, that, that would be great. You know, we have... We are, I think their own should be it, two years. We so quarantine them for two years. There are so many rats in the LMC. And the NFF. Do, do you know these rats? You know the, uh, the rats. You know paper that has come in. We need to put set that in so they will enter. Oh, the trap. Yeah, move put trap. Yeah, they will enter. We will them. Mm. And the way forward be that now. That's the, the, the problem is the problem is they are the ones who owns the trap. So well, if, if we'll, you keep we'll, the traps for them, we we'll devise our own means. We we'll devise our own means and set. Yeah, what are you going them. to do? I mean, basically. We need to continue okay i think the best is to have a more because you have someone in there who is not satisfied with what the nff the lmc are doing do we have such people in nigeria we have few of them very few very few and uh, there's no way the nff the lmc will allow someone that is not satisfied to be in the inner carcass there's no way we we'll keep pushing them. you look at that you look at what the other uh, poverty you know came out to say uh, i think uh, very soon we'll discuss about that then he's coming out in a position of strength. He knows for sure that he has the backing of the Aquarius State Government. He is a major sport stakeholder in Nigeria. You cannot do anything to him. He has seen it all. So he's coming from a position of strength. I, I'm not looking at a mole. I'm looking at a, you know, uh, big sport personalities, administrators. How many of them coming want out to, to speak? Up. How many of them want to compromise? They've been part of the system. But well. It, you know, it takes one person to start, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to say revolution because the last person that made mention of re- revolution, <laughs> <laughs> you, know <what> happened. <laughs> you know what happened. So I wouldn't say revolution, but I think uh, if we have, you know, big sport administrators, club chairman coming out to say what's happening, you know, I, I, when, when we had this story, when we broke that story, I, I read some comments on Facebook and uh, some comments on Twitter. Uh, people were saying, why is he coming out to speak speak up now? And some people were saying, yes, he is coming out to speak up now. He didn't say it when he was when he was supposed to say it. But the good thing is, he has been able to you know summon the courage and say it as it, as it is. And we we can we cannot keep quiet while teams are paying money, traveling all over the place. At times, maybe we don't even need to blame uh, most of these clubs for owing their players because what they are paying them for, they are not getting any, they are not making any profit. Is still coming out from the government. Whenever we say that the MPFL is not profitable, we get to hear different silly stories from the LMC and left to right center. At some point, we had it was it is it Star, as part of sponsors of the league management company. Mm. We had we have one expert. Whenever you watch the Nigerian professional football, mm. you see one expert. Mm. Have they ever come out to tell us? Look, one expert paid us a hundred million, a uh, fifty million. How much have they given to the clubs? Are you just getting money from sponsors and then you're not giving them? Mm. I mean, it, it's very insane. What are they building? Maybe they are, are they are they building stadiums in their backyard? They are not building no stadium, no stadium. What's the league management management company really managing? You get money from one manage, expert. They are managing the money. They are managing the money, giving mm. it to who? To to, the, to themselves. To you know to to themselves, mm. and then you pay the match indemnity. And then do what you share the rest. Mm. What do they use the money for? You settle the referees. Settle the referees. Mm. That's their primary duty. Mm, I know. How much are they paying? 35, 45,000. 
per match per match for a referee and i think the assistant referee is 30 something thousand is that money why wouldn't the referees want to compromise yeah then you don't give the clubs money to survive you collect money from one expert is an international betting company that's yeah, what i'm hitting on them i'm aware then star is also get i don't blame those sponsors mm, because they have fulfilled their obligations you have fulfilled your obligations but if a club is coming and people clubs are coming out to say we've not gotten a dime for three good years for three good fucking years they've not gotten a dime i mean so what is the job of the league management company you, you remember in the interview Popas he had he also made mention of the fact that if the league management company cannot do the job they should step aside mm. simple if you cannot do the job it beats my imagination how a league in nigeria cannot get major sponsors how is the nfl doing it i mean it's shehu diko malam shehu diko who is the chairman of lmc not the first vice president of the nff he's part of the marketing committee how is the nff getting sponsors tom tom coca-cola how are they doing it and we cannot do it in our league mm. how is it zambia has sponsors mtn is in zambia we are having sponsors in south africa most of them those companies multinational companies are in nigeria what are the all companies doing what are they all? i mean it's crazy if you cannot do the job why not bounce well i think uh, that's uh, that's what the other policy was trying to say if the league management company uh, are not capable of bringing in investors uh, to the league then uh, it, i think it's time he said it's time they you know they give others the opportunity uh, to see how to improve the league because it's really worrisome we blame the clubs i think when we continue blaming the clubs we need to look high up what's happening up there look at that the sport minister uh you know we had you know it was um, a period of disaster under uh solomon talon but i think uh, uh the diary has been very transparent uh, yeah i think he's brought he's brought fresh air to mm. nigerian football yeah he, he has been very transparent you know he gets involved in uh, when things are you know trying to get out of hands and he tried to make sure that these things are done the way they are supposed to uh, to be done so i think uh, uh do you know th- you that we wouldn't be in this place if we had sponsors in our league yeah we wouldn't we wouldn't be we wouldn't be even thinking of canceling the league because you'll be thinking of how much you lose uh, you have to refund you have not to even losing because they have paid you paid need to refund need to refund the money mm. but the government if i mean the SGF came out to say, look, we know how the league is not profitable. We is the government that is bringing out the money, so everything has to be there. So, I mean, if and, and Abbas also said the same thing. He, he said, if people are saying let government, you know, leave or government should not be the one organizing the league, immediately everything will die. Immediately government steps out of the league, we don't finish. And he said, which I agree with him to a large extent. If you are trying to face out government, out of you know managing football you need to do it gradually because if government if you decide government now government they corrupt this legal immediately you take government out of the league everything collapse and i i think uh, it's the truth that was why i i, I had so much interest in uh, that uh, privately uh, organized league mm. which uh, was rumored uh, because I, I believe that one wouldn't even have started with government it would have started with the uh, private investors that would have been when you look at nigerian teams mpfl teams you know they are going they are you know they are jc's no sponsors but we have so many multinational companies in nigeria how how is it not possible that a champion previous uh, will be you know sponsoring shit of acquire united you will see acquire united in front you will see uh Kanu pillars in front of the ship who does that that's the way of bringing money it's not only the league management company i think the teams themselves the clubs themselves they are not helping the process because if you are a club side uh, that poverty also you, you you have to blame him okay you shouldn't do, blame him you do, shouldn't do, blame because he has brought in i think uh, they had a they have a, span, a partnership with a, a dana a which I is that, uh, that that deal was not renewed it has been stopped you know you know it it's not easy to put money in nigeria professional football and not get anything out so i think dana will not get anything out and they had to, they back, had to out. back out but that's that's the problem it's not only the league management company you know pointing ac- accusing fingers on uh Diko. I know he has to take you know 80% of the blame but what are the clubs doing to help themselves and the, the clubs are not even marketable very few clubs are very active on on social media that you know a big firm can come in and you know sell his or her product you know recently I saw uh, I think I saw a report coming from Abia Warriors they have a website 
When was the last time they posted? When, think, when was the last time? Isn't it a new website? I think it's a new website. Oh, they just opened the website. Yeah, now. they just opened after it after many years of existence. After many, many, it was only acquired United that had a website in the whole of the Nigerian Professional Football League. Not even in that has a very vibrant uh, Twitter handle, social media handle. Their uh, handles are even verified on Twitter, but they don't have a website. Acquire United that had the website a few days ago, uh, when that issue came up with Elder Povers, I wanted to check if they have it on the official website. I went to the official website, nothing happened. Like, the site didn't even open. It looks as if they had shut down the site. Is not functioning. Vandreza is a role model for this MPF. They are because already they have a sponsor. For How many ship. games have they played? Only three. Three games. But the branding and the content they are putting out. I mean, this is what international firms are looking for. This is what multinational look for. Vibrant social media space. Your mm. site is vibrant. I mean, you look at Manchester United side. Look at those top sites. Or okay, leave the Europeans. Come to Africa. South Africa. Go to Kaiser Chiefs. Go to Orlando. Pirates. Go to Alagli. Go go to Alagli. Even go to TP Mezambe for Christ's sake. Dear Congo. Dear Congo. Vandreza is showing them the way, but the problem is the the clubs are lazy. They don't want to invest in digital marketing for Christ's sake. But, but, digital marketing. Is it is it time is it time for government, you know, to withdraw? Not fully. Not all. Not all the their support. Government will not all the subventions. Government will draw a bit. Yes. When the private, when we start getting mojo, we, we start getting strength from the private industries. No, I'm not talking about that. Uh, you know, bringing the private industries into the league. Now I'm talking about respective clubs who are owned by the government. Government, uh, don't you think government should give them a target? Okay, if we are supposed to pay uh, 50 million in a season. Then we will pay thirty. You, the club, go source for, for remaining income. twenty. Even now, they are giving them hundred percent and still telling them to source for income. How much? Are they accountable? But the the, the, the problem is, government are still giving them hundred because 100%. because they have to settle their their boys. Is their boys that are there? You know, want put something for your people. That's the thing. You have to put something for them to eat. They, uh, they, they supported you. The football is a different thing. It's a different thing, but so long as government is there and government in Nigeria, I, I think, I think, I, I think, I, I don't agree with you on that because food, if, that's the reality. If if you are saying that football is all about settlement, I understand at the bottom. In Nigeria, uh, in Nigeria, gang, 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 uh, who, who decides? Who they decide the chairman of a club? Nobody say they go give them chairman, give them senior special this, assistant. This, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. But that's the truth. This is what I'm no saying. No matter the big grammar we want to use, that's the reality. Let's face it. Fine. I agree with you. That's the reality. I wasn't doubting that particular reality. Uh-huh. But now, what I am saying is, clubs are not really that cabal of a thing. 100%. You know, when you look at the board level, what they have been doing at the board level, yes, it is political. But when do you go away from the board from the coaching crew now to the players on the pitch you look at this it's no longer a slot they are still slots in the yes team. they are still slots but uh-huh. there are very few even these slots are all, all that they are there not playing matches but See, they are there just collecting the wages regardless of whatever happens because in mpfo clubs it's not just about you knowing this game you might know the game but the intrigues coaches will come and need this player the chairman will say, look, Aquabum slot, Canum slot, Quara uh, slot, and a whole lot. We can only wish for the best. Well, uh, we, are go- uh, we have to take a break from here. Then uh, we'll come back in the second part to uh, look at other issues before we wrap up the show. Welcome back to the second half of the show. This is where we're going to take your questions and uh, see how to answer them. We have quite a few number of them, but uh, because of time or lack of it, we will take just uh, very few. Uh, Mayan is still here. Mayan, let me give you the first question. And Okay. And uh, the first question is from Ibrahim Idris. He says, if the NFL ratify the decision of the club owners and LMC, who is going to be named top scorer and uh, best team 
Interesting. Mm. Top scorer, best team. Best team. Is that even? I think uh, that's easy. That's easy. Though it will be very underwhelming, uh, giving the that particular award to uh, a player that has played uh, just few games. But it's not their fault. The, any player that was scoring and uh, he was the top scorer. I think uh, who is the top scorer? Israel. Israel Rangers. Israel Rangers. Yeah, I think uh, they they have to give that to him. Uh, now we have guys that like uh ah, it will be very unfair to differentiate you at some point he was thinking he's going to win the highest uh, i think uh, this man at a uh, to united uh what's his name the big striker brian mustafa. brian mustafa he's also in the race for that battle but uh, i think uh, that's just a minor issue uh you, when you look at that the whole context of how the season is going to end they can just decide come on i'm not giving that to anybody but at the same time uh, we, we made mention you have of, to give it to one person and that yeah. is your but i think uh, at, at the point that we made mention someone raised an issue and uh and said what are you doing with you know top goal scorers is it only to give them the award they should be ambassadors they should be given uh some roles to play because uh, that will motivate the players and i think uh, it, it, it it's true i quite accept or i agree with that so if they are giving the award. It's not just about their who they are going to give the award. They should make that particular award. Uh, you know, it has to be something encouraging, so that players will see it as a competition and try to make sure that uh, they go in there and see uh, and score as many goals as possible. Uh, okay, I think uh, that's that. The best team. Uh, I think I won't give best team to any other team. So who is going to be your best team? I think I will give it to Platinum United. They were phenomenal. Before, uh, I before. go for Rivers United. Oh well, that's your opinion. Uh, but I think I'll give it to uh, Plato United. Now, second question is uh, coming from uh, Moses Kana. Uh, this name Moses Kana says, "Who is the champion of the MPFL?" Well, wait for official confirmation from the NFF on how things will be ended. If it's going to just be, you know, the top to go to the continent, the top to Clan um, Canopilas and Ayimba to the Cup Confederation Cup. But I think that will be ratified. But I think the right thing to do if you're cancelling the league is to give the league to, you know, Plateau United, just like what has been was done in the French League on Paris Saint Germain we declared champions. Mm. Remember there is a PPG, so mm. you have to declare someone champion and it has to be Plateau United. But what I I think uh, I've not heard anybody made mention of who's going to be champions. They just uh, said let's end the league and decide who's going to the continent. They didn't make mention of champions, but on the whole, I feel it's going to be Plateau United that will be declared champions and deservingly. I think uh, if uh, they were given the opportunity to end the season, they could have still, you know, won the league. Now, our next question is uh, this one is coming from Lainka Toby. Says, uh, can people call in? On the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> funny question. Very funny if, if question. You can't call in on the podcast. You can always drop your comment, and then we'll take it on the show. Uh, you are doing the right thing at this point, sending in this question uh, through the channels. Most of them, they send it to our mailbox at uh, admin at theathletic uh, dot com. That's the email, or there you send it to my personal handle as a silverpan ng. Uh, that's on twitter you can as well send a message to me on facebook that's in silver button or you drop a message on the group so uh, on uh, on our facebook page at the athletic ng even our twitter handle at uh, the athletic ng you can also as well drop your message there then we'll take it you can also as well uh, drop uh, at a uh, sport farmer ng yeah that's on twitter that's on twitter on facebook mm-hmm. at uh, main then uh, we'll definitely take your question. Thank you very much for liking Carbet. Uh, it's uh, unfortunate that uh, you cannot, you cannot, you know, call in while on the podcast. Remember, it is recorded. Um, and lastly, I think it's uh, yours. The last question, let's take last. Who is going to, okay, let me take it. Who is going to save our, our football, football from corrupt administrators. <laughs> we are going to save ourselves. Uh, Chris, Chris Uche. Thank you, Chris Uche. It's a collective effort. I mean, we are the ones that will save ourselves. We need to keep talking. We need keep. We need to keep doing the right thing. We need to keep, you know, you know, seeing the right things. Keep pushing them and making sure that we save as the watchdog, the media, the people also who are out there, the players also. And some of the big guys who are dreaming of getting to administrators, they need to do the right thing. We also need to get involved 
in Nigerian professional football. We also need to get involved by if we have chances to go to seminars outside of the country and the rest of the things. It's a collective effort. It can't be one man coming in to change the thing. It has to be one man with other people of like minds. That's the only way we can save our football. Well, I agree with that totally. It has to be all of us, a collective effort. When the when we have the new season, if at all you have such a thing, uh, you have to go out there, watch the match, whatever you see that you feel is not right on the pitch of play, uh, from the touchline, from the officials, uh, from even the supporters. Uh, when you see such a thing, please, uh, report that to the authorities or you can say then the media will take it up and we see how to sanitize our football this is our own we, we keep on saying now niger be this now our own now our niger league be this so we have to all of us we need to put hand together do something that's why we're encouraging you to come out and say something whenever you see it as you support us when now, you see something say something as you support us in our liverpool manchester united chelsea Find a club in Nigeria, even if it is your hometown club, even if you are, you, even if you are from Kano, and you love Ayimba, you love the way they play. You can as well support Ayimba. It's not a must that you have to support uh, a team because it's from your town. You need, we need to identify with these teams, buy their merchandise, merchandise, uh, wear their jerseys, make noise about them. Let's get them trending on Twitter. I, I've, I, I've never seen a Nigerian team trending on Twitter. So uh, we, we think those are the things that we have to do. It's not just about the corrupt administrators. If we have the right energy, the right energy and the right mentality, I think all of us will come together and we'll make sure that the league is great and we'll send corrupt guys, you know, selfish people, we'll send them packing. Of course, I mean, we can only hope for the best by always pushing and always talking about the Nigerian professional football. Alright, thank you very much. This is how far we can go on uh, the podcast uh, this week. Uh, next week, God's willing, hopefully we'll be back here to take a 360 round everything that's happening in the Nigerian professional football league and the way forward of our own football. My name is Nsidu Ekban. Thank you very much, Mayen Ekban, for coming to the podcast. Always a pleasure. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 